She wasn't happy about her new surroundings. I know, girl. Place looks worse than a ghost town in Nebraska. And where in the world is Ma's gray mare? Candy, of course, had no answer. Lost in old memories again, Russell didn't need it. Thinking about his stepfather's horse, he reflected that the gelding had had the best of Emmett Johnson. Such that it was. Kismet had been everything Candy had never been a fine specimen of horse flesh who had been coddled like a favored child all his life. But now, all that remained of the beautiful horse with that exotic-sounding name was one long saddle slung over the rail like a child's leftover toy. The leather was dry and parched, cracking. Russell couldn't stop staring at it. He would have gotten beaten well and good for even thinking about leaving a saddle in such a state. Rubbing his backside at the memory, he frowned. Matter of fact, he had gotten beaten more than once for not putting tack up like he should. But now all that seemed to care were his memories. Candy nervously sidestepped and whinnied when he opened the stall door, wrinkling his nose at the scent of soiled straw, rotten wood, and a multitude of things better left unidentified. Russell sighed. Can't say I blame you, girl. Dropping her reins, cause Lord knew she sure wasn't going anywhere, Russell found a rake and began mucking out the stall. Subconsciously, the muscles in his arms and shoulders settled into the forgotten rhythm. And just as automatically, his mind drifted away from where he was, imagining other things, imagining a sweeter life. Years ago, those daydreams had been his refuge. When he'd ridden with the Walton gang, fanciful daydreams had kept him alive. For a man with so very few good things to think about, dreams were the only things worth saving. In the bitter years after, those thoughts had kept him from giving in to despair. Now his dreams embarrassed him. Once he'd removed the old straw and smoothed the dirt, he breathed a sigh of relief but fresh oats and hay would have to be found soon, because even though Candy was not real fancy, he didn't have the heart to let her stay in such a dirty place for even a few minutes. When the stall was as good as he could get it, he took off the saddle, found her some water, and rubbed her down. "'Come on in, Can,' he said, gently pulling on her bridle. "'It's not good, but it's all we've got.' When she planted a somewhat skeptical eye on him, he chuckled. We've had worse, you know that. After he closed the stall's door, he faced the inevitable. He couldn't put it off anymore. It was time to see his mother. Russell turned and walked to the house, finally admitting to himself the awful truth. He hadn't come back to see the land, or a ramshackle barn, or an old house on the verge of ruin. No, He'd come back to see his mother. He had no idea if she was going to let him in. There was a pretty good chance she wouldn't. After all, only a cold woman without a heart would cast out her son when he was fifteen. There was a real good chance she wasn't going to feel any kinder toward him, even after all these years, especially since he never sent her a single note or card since he'd left. He could only hope that she'd tell him what happened to Nora before she asked him to leave. It would ease his mind to know that she was happily married and looking over a slew of kids.
Stealing his shoulders, he marched to the door and knocked twice. When no one answered, Russell jiggled the handle, fully prepared to bust open the lock if he needed to. Instead, the handle turned easily. The door swung open on well-oiled hinges, allowing him entrance to a bare entryway. Hello? he called out as he stepped over the threshold. He felt like a fool, calling out the way he did. No one did that. Not returning sons. Definitely not men who'd ridden with an outlaw gang. For a moment, he considered turning around and retrieving his treasured colt out of his saddlebag. That was the smart thing. But though every man in the Walton gang would have cuffed him on the side of the head for walking into a place unarmed, facing his mother with a pistol in his hand, didn't seem like the right thing to do. After all, there had to be somewhere in the world where a man could let his guard down.